it's time to expand online. Hi, I'm Jamie Sletsky, and this is the podcast where we break down the tech and strategies that successful hands-on entrepreneurs just like you use to translate their services into online products. There is no fluff. There is no overwhelm. There is no shame. Let's get to it. It's time for you to expand online. Welcome back to the Expand Online Podcast. Today's episode is completely actionable, and these actions should take you less than 30 minutes to complete. Hi, I'm Jamie Slutsky, and I am your host. The Expand Online Podcast is my way of sharing how much I love seeing successful, driven, and talented entrepreneurs do more in the online and digital space. This podcast brings me nothing but joy, and I appreciate you taking time to listen today. If you have any feedback for me on this episode or just want to say hi, send me a DM over on Instagram. I'm at Tech of Business, or send me an email, Jamie, J A I M E, at techofbusiness.com. There are a few things that you can do in your business to make things so much easier. And that's really what we're tackling today. I have been working with businesses everywhere from I'm going to start a business to people who have a sizable online following and revenue in the six figures and beyond. Regardless of where my client is at, when we start working together, my first step is to make sure that the foundations are present and working. The foundations are five areas that need to be dialed in within the tech space. Uh, we went in depth into this back in episode 71, and I've got that linked up in the show notes to remind you what they are. They are your online home, some kind of email marketing or customer relationship management system or tool, a mechanism for delivering free and paid content that could be one or more systems or tools, a checkout or payment system, and scheduling software. I'd love for you to go back and listen to that episode, episode 71, to hear a bit more about why these are the foundation pieces of every online business. But today, all we're going to do is categorize the tools that we are using in our businesses or have thought about using that maybe we've signed up for and are actively paying for but not fully utilizing, or maybe you are rocking them fully and completely. And we just want to document them. We want to know what tools are in play. So as I said, this is going to be actionable. Um, grab a sheet of paper and make four columns. The four columns are then going to have labels at the top of them. The first one is the tool name. The second one is the foundation area. The third one is the status. And the fourth one is investment. Now, go through all the tools that you can think of that are in your toolbox and write them down in the first column. Some of my favorite ways of remembering what tools I am using are to look at my credit card and see what I'm paying for, looking in my um, web browser history or on my phone at the apps that are on there to really just pull together everything. 
and you will want to go as granular as possible. And even if there's a tool that you know doesn't fit into the five foundation areas, list it out because it will have relevancy as we move forward. Right now, we're wanting to make sure that we have tools that fit in those five foundation pieces, but that's not the entire purpose of this document or this sheet of paper because we're going pen to paper. It's far easier than trying to create some fancy spreadsheet or whatever. Once you've created that first column, you're going to go back to the top and assign each of the tools to the foundation area which it belongs to. If you don't know where it belongs, either you can write a second tier tool or describe it a little bit as to what the purpose is of that tool. Um, You know, if it's a tool like ConvertBox, which is a tool that I use for a few different things within my website, it's a more complex tool and it doesn't really fall into the foundation areas. So I chose to write second tier or third tier even because it's not something that I needed to implement at the second stage of business. It's actually one that I implemented at the third stage of business and I'm still working on that. So second tier and third tier might be a great way of extrapolating those right now. Also, if a tool crosses more than one foundation area, kind of like Acuity Scheduling would because it can do both scheduling and take payments, write both of those tools down. Now, in the third column, we're going to list the status of that product in our businesses. So you can either rate it on a scale from zero to 10, where zero is not using this tool at all, and 10 is using the tool regularly in the business. Or you can use this column with words such as interested or partially implemented or fully functional or maybe even need to replace or need to improve. So you can use it as either a scale from zero to 10 or you can be a little bit more descriptive to describe the status of that tool in your environment. Either way, the goal of this column is really to show us how much you rely on that tool right now. Another thing that I would recommend with this column is to give two scores. So the first one being present day and the second where you'd like this tool to be in three months. Okay, so if you're using a tool actively and you feel really confident about it, it would get a 10 in both columns. But if you've got a tool that you just started using and it's probably a two right now and you'd like to get it up to an eight or a nine, then that's a goal for the next three months. And so it really is helpful to help you figure out what tools you're going to be working in and why you're going to be working in them as we continue to improve the infrastructure and the foundation of our online presence so that we can truly create the impact that we desire. Now, in the final column, we are going to list our investment in terms of both time and money. So just as with the last column where we had now and in three months, we are going to do a couple of things here. How much time have you invested and how much money have you invested to this point? I'm not talking about what are you currently doing right now. Think about it. How long have you been invested in this tool? One week, two weeks, three months, three years, and how much out-of-pocket cash have you spent on this tool? I would also recommend if you hired someone to implement the tool for you to include that in the investment of what you've spent to date. 
Then we are also going to look at the next three months and estimate how much more time and money we are going to invest in this tool to get it to a 10 or to get it to a zero. Because you might have a tool that you've invested in that you say, I don't want this in my systems anymore. How much time and effort and money is it going to take to divest yourself from that tool so that we can have a really good picture, again, of what is at play and how our foundation is there to support us. Once we've created this list, we're going to have a really good idea as to if you're ready to expand online or if there are some gaping holes. Now, let's take a look at what that really means with a couple of real life examples. Our first example is a ceramic studio. And the studio has just upgraded to using Square for their payment processing and product sales tracking. The studio has a website that lists the addresses, the hours that they're open, and the classes and workshops that they offer. The registration for classes and workshops is all done um, offline. It's not integrated with Square at all. So inside the studio, the student is going to register with pen and paper. And there's a checkbox on that piece of paper that says, do you want to receive emails from us? Um, Then it's all entered manually into an Excel spreadsheet and kept on file. And all of the bookkeeping and everything else is done manually. And of course, because they've just implemented Square, a little bit of it is in Square, but they are still mostly relying on the Excel spreadsheet and the manual processing. When the studio is sending promotional or marketing emails, they are doing this not through an email marketing system, but directly to people from their regular webmail client. Of the five foundation elements for an online business, they have a mechanism for online payments with just Square and a website as their online home. So at a minimum, they need an email marketing or customer relationship management system, some way to deliver their content, and some kind of scheduling tool. Now, if the owner has thought about any of those tools that fit into those last three foundational elements, I would say that they should definitely be listed on their quick list. Otherwise, they might be forgotten or we would spend more time looking at options again that maybe the owner of this ceramic studio has already thought through. This business has a very lean online footprint. They are not using a lot of tools. They have not got a lot of complexity. And when the owner created this sheet, realistically, they went top, bottom, left, right. So they just filled out the columns all the way across and everything came fell into place nice and easily. This list will change over time as we work to bring that studio online to offer some online programs. I do recommend revisiting your list every three months. And after you've created it in pen and paper, if you want to store it in a different way, feel free to store it in an Excel document or in a Google Sheet or in some kind of project management tool. The tool you use is really truly only as good as you using the tool. So if pen and paper is where you feel comfortable, stick with it. Now let's flip over to another example. 
This one is an artist and she sells her work at shows and online through a virtual storefront or a website storefront. She also rents space at an art studio on a monthly basis for um, so that she has a home base where she can create her own work. And she also teaches several courses and workshops at that studio. She'll take payments for the courses and workshops through her virtual storefront where she sells her artwork and she will act, she'll just go ahead and pay the art studio a flat rate for the use of the space for the classes and workshops. Now that she is ready to offer her classes and workshops online, we're going to run through the tech tools that she's using and create her quick hit list for the foundation areas. We're really good as far as the online home and payment processor and email marketing. She already has all of that set up. And she's very confident with those. So the, really the only two pieces that she still needs to tackle are content delivery and scheduling. Next week in episode 104, we're going to be discussing why I believe that a scheduling software is a requirement for businesses offering online courses and workshops and also why I recommend using Acuity Scheduling. So we're going to do a bit of a deep dive into Acuity, and I hope that it'll make a whole lot of sense for you. But for now, just trust me in saying that it is a requirement. Now, back to our example. This artist has spent a lot of time interacting with other course creators and has a few content delivery platforms and systems listed on her quick hit list as potential tools to use. She hasn't invested any money in them and only has taken a cursory look at each of them. So they are kind of all on equal footing, which is perfect. So she's just writing all of those tools down and giving them the associated status of investigating and interest. And she cannot say where she's going to be at with th in three months for them, but she knows that one of those tools she will have spent time and money on, whereas the other ones she'll have just spent a bit of additional time determining if they are the right tool for her. I would guess that the ceramic studio owner is at least three months away from opening the online course and workshop space, whereas our artist who already has a lot more pieces in place could get an online course running in probably as few as three weeks. This is just in regards to the tech that they have available right now and that we can build out. It has nothing to do with getting the content ready. So these are just estimates. Um, and if you are in any place close to either one of these, don't take that as um, fact because content is king, queen, it's the holy grail, whatever terminology you want to use. The content is far more important than the tech. The tech just needs to be there as a foundation to support things. Even if you are not planning on expanding online for six months or more, the sooner you start tracking your tech tools, the better off you're going to be because then you have a place to start from. You're not starting from wondering where to start. You have an actionable sheet that makes it easy. Again, I wanted today to be a very actionable episode for all of us. I cannot wait for you to take the plunge and start building and selling your online products. It is so, so much fun. So now, do yourself a favor, sit down with a piece of paper, 
Split it into the four columns, the tool name, the foundation area, the status, and the investment, and then write down the tools you're actively using, tools you've signed up for, and tools you're interested in exploring. I also love seeing a list of tools that you've considered but rejected or stopped using to make sure that we don't waste time using those when we're building your unique tech stack. Let me leave you with this. Expanding your business online is a fun and rewarding experience. It's amazing how much impact you can make outside of your geographical area and there is no one right way to do the online product thing. Give yourself grace, space, and time. It's a lot like starting a new business, but you've already got experiences to learn and grow from. So whether you are wanting to figure it all out on your own and learn from this podcast and other online resources, or you want to work in a collaborative and supportive manner with a strategist like me or a coach, you can take what you do offline and create an online version that matches your vision. Have a great week. Create that list. And if you haven't subscribed to the Expand Online podcast yet, click subscribe right now so that next week's episode on why scheduling software is a must for online course creators is delivered directly to wherever you're listening to this episode right now. Thank you so much for being part of the Expand Online community. I cannot wait to see what you create.